coming at you from a studio audience. It's wait, no, coming at you live in front of a studio audience. No, in the middle of the audience. We are yeah. standing in the middle of an audience. Help, help oh. us find the stage. It is the side quest live for March 1st. Worst kept secret. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Dolly Demosky. Yeah. <laughs> Joining me, the person above me, Taylor Taylor Bliss. Oh, sorry, I was still reeling. My bad. Are my eyes still focused on the camera? Mm -hmm. I'm, not looking, I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking at you. I can't look at you anymore because yeah, I hate like it. The ring, ring <laughs> I light it. is so off offsetting. Hi guys. Oh my gosh. Nvidia. That's. Thing. This guy here is Zach Quest. Yeah. Doesn't have the magic eye. No. And uh, right up there. Coming to you live in, uh, I think, 240i. Uh, <laughs> if that. <laughs> if Possibly that. P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Hope you're all having a wonderful evening. Staying warm. Why is that every week it seems like we're calling in the middle of a of a blizzard or some <laughs> weird storm happening? California's getting hit right now. I just I, yeah, I just got a, an alert showing the snowfall at Disneyland. Oh Jesus, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> Stay off the uh, the small world, right? Then you get plowed in there. Um, how y'all doing? Doing good? Yeah, doing doing good? amazing. You're doing amazing. You're like, I'm doing amazing. That's all I gotta say about it. Just good. Just pretty good. Pretty good. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy. So you're pretty happy? Why? Why are you happy? What makes you happy? Life is good, man. Living the dream. That's just gonna... We were on a life was on a downs downturn for a couple months, but now it's on the ups, you know. <laughs> we're sw we swinging. Yeah. We're swinging. <clears throat> We're you're swinging. That's good. I mean, hey, to each their own. I'm not going to judge. I think it's awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, smoking, hey, smoking like somebody who's not currently swinging. Someone who's not current. Someone who's staring at stuff on the wall, and it looks like I'm staring directly. Yeah, I hate at it. I That's what we're doing at PAX, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no. <laughs> Can we use we're a gonna... camera at PAX? How awesome no, he was doing. No, no, no. no. Swing. I wasn't <laughs> <talking about> <laughs> Uh, we're gonna all oh throw our no. hotel, we're gonna all throw our hotel key room uh, into a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of packs, we're twenty two days away from uh, pack start. I think it starts on the twenty third, correct? Wednesday? No, Thursday. No, it starts Thursday. Thursday the twenty third. I don't know. I don't know dates anymore. Thursday the twenty third, and um, it is uh, four days of of beauty and wonder. <clears throat> Uh, we have our amazing panel taking place on that Thursday. Fancy fourteen panel. That's what we're hosting. Zach is hosting it himself. Literally going to skip our panel. It, it doesn't even overlap. He's just not going to be able to make it. Like, Sorry, I'm guys. I'm at the final camping out. Panel. I'm going to need to stay in the hotel room. There you go. The um, the uh the the app for PAX just went live, so oh know. did it really? Yeah. So you can now download the app and set a reminder for when our panel starts oh, to know when to avoid Please the dragonfly theater. Please get in line. Last year we had a phenomenal turnout, and what I think yeah. I'll do is I'll post the videos this week, uh, this weekend. You can people can watch the uh, the the two panels we did last year. Sadly, we're only doing one. Because I only submitted one this year. I yeah. think Wordle kind of 
had its way it's, yeah, it, of the moment last year. I think it kind of, kind of we, we, I don't we, I don't think it would have quite in. hit the same way. Yeah, yeah we, wouldn't have quite we cashed in way. at the at the peak, baby. <laughs> I think the New York New York Times would have got us this year if we if we tried. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we have the panel seven, eight, nine talking about our favorite mediocre games. We have a stellar group. It's us four, obviously. Also joining us is um, a couple of three other wonderful, wonderful, three other wonderful folks. Sam Dixon is going to be hopping with us, which is always live and in person, a very rare treat. Dressed as a cat. That's that's, that's the joke. Uh, We're going to have Sarah LaBeouf. I'm always screwing up um people's names i just kind of i'm, I'm gonna wing it sarah is gonna be with us again choose their last year phenomenal they were awesome and then of course we got uh nola nerdcast joining us for the first time i'm excited to have them on the on the um uh as part we have a perfect seven and we wouldn't yeah. have it any other way yeah. um but the real the real pax breaking news breaking news is what I, we've been telling everybody i was teasing it hold on to your butts you're hearing it here first. So you know Nintendo is going to be there. Right, everybody, right? right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking yep. at the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or the camera. Yes! They, know. <laughs> they know. They know. They know. I think they know. Um, uh, Xbox is not going to be there that we yeah. know of so far. PlayStation's not going to be there. Uh, but we were on the party list every year, the biggest party list in the world of any event, actually. Um, <laughs> Period. Texas party list. <laughs> Last year, we had a phenomenal event, Pax to the Moon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, not boys and girls, because I think it's 21 and over. No pets either. Sidequesting is once again hosting a party at Pax East 2023, taking place Thursday. We'll still be in the panel during the time this Pax party starts. We are last time. It happened last time. Um, Pax GPT. Uh, we all we know you all love uh, AI rendered stuff, and I think Pax yeah. GPT is gonna be the name of this party. Cool. It is a uh, what do we say? So we have like 15 different taglines for this. Yeah, it's once again at Howl, Howl at the Moon. Uh, they're kind enough to allow us to uh, to be there again. We had a great time. Uh, listen, you're gonna come to our panel, right? Uh, 5:30 to 6:30, and then after our panel, you're gonna walk out of the BC. BCET Boston, whatever. Yeah. And then you're like this, you're gonna walk to Howl at the Moon, which is uh not that far away. You can just yeah, you can just follow us. I mean, we're gonna follow. be because we have to go right there. After. We're just gonna we show up to with a there. gigantic entourage. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, we do have to drop off all our stuff at our hotel first and then head over to there because I'm not carrying a uh, laptop <laughs> with me and I don't feel uh safe leaving it overnight in the yeah, and the media um, but, yeah, and the media room closes at like seven. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll see you all there. Go right, right to there. Uh, free entry, of course, if you're part of our, our part of our party, which you are, if you're going there. There's free food. Um, I think that there were some good appetizers, good food last year, actually. They were all, and there was, yeah, yeah. It was like it was in the eating trays, and it was like yeah. mac and cheese bites and shit like they that. Were, it was like those perfect, were great, perfect bar food, perfect uh, bar food. So. And then we got, and then, and then we got drunk and started singing Bon Jovi. That was yes, yeah. yes. The band was fantastic. You started singing yeah. Bon Jovi. Okay. I did Royal, not sing. Royal I did we. not. I, I did not sing Bon Jovi. I, I, I refer to myself as we. 
Mm. Yeah, it's all right. Weird. It's not weird because I I also refer to you as we. (laughs) What's we Um, doing today? What's we doing today? Uh, My we we. I mean, I think it's um, we're going essentially from six to eleven, and then your by going to the how at the moon, you will actually be able to get into the sort of nighttime bar for free, which is down. I think is what it's called. Like lower level or something like that um so it's an added bonus you get continue the party going on there's gonna get some six sunglasses again this year yeah we got some six sunglasses i got a a plastic orange cup that i use for watering my plants which is fantastic um but we're gonna try to have some giveaways and prizes i'm working uh trying to work on some sponsors so if you're watching us and you're a uh developer or publisher or pr uh or just a good good person um, let us know. We'll probably have something. I'm sure we'll have something there for sure. Uh, we'll announce that closer to the event. But um, yeah, Thursday, March 23rd, starting at six o'clock, or just wait till we're done with our panel and join us afterwards. Um, we'll see you all at Howl at the Moon for our second annual PAX. Oh, it's actually the third, the third PAX East party we've done for side questing. We did one. Gosh, 2000 and. 14 something like that uh it was called versus which is really bad because i said let's do the let's make the hashtag vs because versus it sounds really cool it was victoria's <laughs> secret so i was getting like a lot of weird mentions <laughs> people showed up to our party we actually had a great we had um uh jordan who used to be writing for us and he went on to fanbite and a bunch of other places uh used to work at uh, actually started writing for us went to joystick for a while worked at joystick then went to fanbite a, a few other spots um, wrapped at our party, the live amazing rap session, and that was phenomenal. oh yeah, that's right. Were you there, Taylor? No, I just remember. I just <laughs> I'm just remembering that Jordan did it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was still I was still following, you know, because he was JPEG is uh, adjacent, so I was there was it was uh, on the Twitter when uh, when it went down. I and I'm recalling that it JPEG. occurred. It was a blast. The JPEG J- JPEG is core to the history of the of the site. And we're don't worry. We'll have our J our JPEG or the we'll have our JPEG seminar on Wednesday during the dinner. <laughs> yes, there you yeah. go. The side it's question. A but file type on my computer. <laughs> I mean, not too. Don't worry, far, you'll learn. Yeah, yeah, not too far removed. If you like Wesley Johnson with his. Uh, yeah, JPEG. that's true. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not wrong there. We we I, absorbed. I still remember every we bring the story up. Ryan Gann, managing editor of SideQuesting, made it a point to absor- to to take over Armless Octopus and Insulin Funk. Um, that was his mission, and he kept like egging people on. He, he kept telling us every time we saw him, every time we hung out online or ever in person, he's like, "One day, we're gonna shut down Arm. We're gonna take over Armless Octopus." We're little to- little <laughs> did he know, all he had to do was wait. <laughs> it was much easier. That was great, great. Because yeah, Aaron showed up. You showed up. Like I think a couple other folks came over and wrote for a bit. But um, oh, geez, I just remembered. Speaking of Ryan, I have to like really fine tune some sick yo-yo tricks before. Oh, we get yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun day. Thursday's gonna be awesome. So Ryan was the only person that would go in the Pax East media room and do yo-yo tricks in there. So you will have to. You'll have to carry on the tradition. 
I don't think I've ever seen anyone else do yo-yo tricks in the PAX East media room. People would be like transcribing audio (laughs) and video. And there's Ryan in the middle just doing... (laughs) Just sick yo-yo tricks. Great. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's get on to some of the news that's pertinent um, of the day. There is, there are a few things. There is a few, few stuffs. Um, uh, breaking today, breaking today. So is it today or yesterday? Today, I don't remember. Yesterday, yesterday, whatever. Uh, the Elden Ring. It's the, it's the light. It's making them like you just can't focus. It's getting loopy. Elden Ring is officially getting DLC. Shadow of Erd Tree. Shadow of Erd Tree. Uh, of the Erd Tree. Shadow of the Earth Tree, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Donald Lady, sorry. Shadow of the Earth Tree. They've announced it. Uh, zero timing on this sucker. Don't expect it this yeah. year. <laughs> I mean, I this is like surprise. surprise. This is like surprised if it comes in 2024 to me. Yeah, That's my worst kept secret. I don't know. To me, the way FromSoft does things, they reuse assets so much that they can it- make stuff pretty fast. Because their turnover time for games is pretty small. Pretty, that's true. You got a good point. I mean, they they do a lot. They do a lot of heavy lifting in text and just just written text. And I mean, we we don't need to rehash the uh, the the main game development points of From Software. Um, But you know, if you want to know what happens in a From Software game, you got to get out your reading glasses. So yeah. Uh, No, I I mean, I think we'll see a trailer this year. I don't know if we'll see the actual DLC. I mean, no shot. We don't. We we have to at least get a trailer from TGS. Yeah, I think it'll be TGS. Yeah, I think so too. TGS did just announce a bunch of stuff. They're they're actually expecting their biggest show in like they said their biggest show um, in four or five years. But I'm from the what they're kind of putting out there. It might be their biggest show in like almost ten years at TGS. So expecting a lot of stuff. I think. Um, That's the yeah. biggest surprise, actually, to me. Yeah. Um, you know, because obviously the, Japan was a little bit slower on COVID, um, yeah. COVID yeah. lockdown stuff, so that was always keeping it behind. Um, but the fact that it's going to outpace, you know, it's it's it, you know, it's a shame because you would have expected TGS would have probably been really, really big. Actually, no, because they had 2019, which was right before PS5 launch. That would have been a really. I mean, the fact that it's going to outstrip like 2019 was actually just kind of crazy. If they, if that's how it's going to go. Here's here's the the way they're wording it just tells me there's gonna be Dragon Quest twelve stuff there. That means that that's what biggest ever mm, means. Like we're sure. gonna have the next Dragon Quest. Mm. Like that's huge. Um, but also maybe Persona six or maybe like yeah. something like that's those two alone are big enough for them to be like, yeah, it's gonna be pretty pretty big. So, that's fair. Because um, those you know, stinky old Japanese games over there, you know, they're just and, so weird. I mean, and I mean, I'll be interested. We'll probably see some more, um, maybe another Kingdom Hearts trailer too. So. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's uh, so Square Enix is going to be at E3, um, and I wonder if we'll see the final Final Fantasy 16 trailer there. Final Fantasy 16 sh- shows up at the end of the month, right? Of of June, twenty second. Yeah, so E3 is a couple weeks before then, or 10 days before then. So we'll see the final Final Fantasy 16 trailer and info. Um, but we're going to have more than, I think we're going to have more than, maybe we'll see some Kingdom Hearts stuff. I don't know. But um, one thing we're not going to see 
at uh, at E3 is um, good old Nintendo, <laughs> who have announced that they are officially skipping E3 wow. this year. Who Super could have guessed? Yeah, but are they <laughs> skipping Summer Games Fest? Summer Games Fest. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> but I did want to bring this up, interestingly enough. Uh, it, 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 though it's a bummer, uh, Nintendo was sort of the last of the big three okay. to, to have a booth inside E3 as a part of E3 proper. Um, it's not, I mean, it's not the the end of e3 yet uh they're gonna be at pax east as we noted they're gonna be they're gonna have a booth at gdc as well so this this is real it's really interesting of what's happening with uh with e3 in general it's not read pop because read pop puts on a lot of stuff that nintendo shows up at and they have a great relationship yeah i mean read pop is, is totally read pop has been pax for yeah yeah, yeah. read knows how to hold a show yeah, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's, a, there are business issues. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think um, we mentioned TGS because I, I have a feeling right now that uh, Nintendo, Nintendo typically holds a direct around TGS, yeah. and they did it last year, um, a full-on direct uh, <clears throat> where they revealed a bunch of like Bayonetta stuff and a bunch of other things. Um, I think we're gonna get the. There's all kinds of rumors, of course, of the Switch getting the new Switch. Uh, we were kind of talking about that a little bit, but I think we'll get that announced in uh, right around TGS time if at their direct. That's my personal uh, Nintendo, guess. Nintendo Nintendo's, won't be there, but Nintendo's clear like just control the news message with yeah. the direct, and then if you're going to go to these shows, they go to the shows that the consumer is going to be at, so yep. it's just, that's yep. that's their game plan for this kind of circuit these days, and it wasn't going to change. Like, E3 is supposed to be, like, you know, the half-and-half kind of thing, but uh, they're just not interested mm -hmm. in meet and greeting with the uh, press. <laughs> so. Right, no, it's it's, it's it, it is I, I don't know what Nintendo has the second half. No, I mean, we know what they have up until July, and they have a ton of crap up until July. But then after that, we don't know, which is pretty normal, actually, yeah. because they did that last yeah. the last couple of years. We didn't know anything that Nintendo had. Then at, at around June, they'll dump yeah. a bunch of stuff. Last year, they didn't. They just kind of trickled some things out, but they still had a pretty big launch year. Although we knew Bayonetta was coming out. We knew Splatoon yeah. 3 was coming out. And those just kind of got their own individual. There, and there, there wasn't like a huge gap between announcing and releasing of the new Pokemon. Like, right. Like Scar yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, well, they did announce it last year at on Pokemon Day. Yeah. Um, but uh, which just they, happened. Which just <laughs> happened. Which is what I was going to get into next. Yeah. Real quick, I was but, trying to segue you. <laughs> trying to. Segue. Anyways, Nintendo is no longer at uh, at E3 this year. We'll see what happens, but. Um, they will be at PAX East, but like you said, there uh, there was a Pokemon Direct. Um, it was a very sleepy Pokemon Direct, literally, because it was a boring <laughs> as hell Pokemon yeah. Direct. I'm sorry, there was nothing in there. Uh, I guess the the D DLC for yeah. Scarlet and Violet, <clears throat> um, but other than that, I mean that. Still, a... I don't know enough about that, anyways. And then, but Pokemon Sleep still exists. There is a there is a uh, PSA for people who are super super into Pokemon and used Pokemon Bank. Your time is ticking with the eShop yeah. shutting down on the 3DS. So if you've been storing your Pokemon in the Pokemon Bank, you've got to get them now. <laughs> yeah, that's shut what's, down. What's 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 the recourse there? 
Like, do you, do they shift them over to the? Do you have to like do some sort of transfer? Yes, into yeah. home. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I didn't. Uh, you know me, the the Pokemon connoisseur. I of yeah. course knew that. I just wanted you guys to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, they. I think they announced it when hope when home or something was revealed. Uh, yeah. And they've been talking about it. You know, make sure you get your your Pokemans over. So by now, if you don't know, it's yeah. it's on you essentially. Yeah. You've got less than a month now at this point. So. It's this month. Chop, it's chop. PAX. It's PAX. Like two days after PAX is over, or the day after PAX is over, or something crazy yeah. like that. So. Yeah. So, so uh, what's the deets on on Pokemon Sleep? It is. Hey, uh, Tell me about it. it I did. I did it. not watch. I did not watch this di- direct. So <laughs> I don't know how it's so. I don't know how it's going to work. Is it use your microphone? I mean, I know there are other sleep apps out there. It probably uses your microphone. It probably uses the idea of you know like. You pick, oh. Every time you pick up your phone, it registers it as a pickup. Yeah. Anyways, so a lot I, of these I'm sure it ties a few things over. Yeah, but. a lot of these sleep apps just kind of focus on movement and sound, so yeah. it's listening to mm. you. And I think they kind of expect you to keep it like on your bed, <laughs> or you see, in this case, they have the little Poke Poke Walker Plus thing. No, it's the Pokemon Go Plus. Plus, yeah. What the? What, I don't know. I was just gonna yeah. know any. It's the yeah. Pokemon Go Plus Plus. There it is. It's literally called the. Plus Shut plus. up. Yeah. Shut up. Plus, <laughs> I know. If, if I was not watching this, I would never believe you. No. So the Pokemon Go Plus was that little uh, device that you carried with you to pay to play Pokemon Go. I guess it was yeah. more like a watch or whatever it was yeah. that you kind of no! didn't really need it. This thing. They're calling it the plus plus. So stupid. Um, but you, yeah, you put it on. Listen, your I'm sorry. Right. What are you getting that sleep graph from? Are you are you kidding me? Okay, listen. I I don't know. I'm just so glad that I'm not interested in this. Yeah, see, you're supposed to sleep with your Pokemon plus plus. Yes. Look at like you set it next to you on the bed like a lonely person and yeah. hope that it wakes hope. up. There's a Pikachu. I'm just saying that, like, man. Nintendo is yeah. not a fucking. <laughs> they're not a health company. Why are you going to try no. and sell Let something me that? This all right, they're not. But they did a while ago. Remember? Uh, let's see if I have that. They don't have the video. They had that sleep sensor. Um, let's see if this is still. Yeah, they're. Yeah. They, this, they had that sleep sensor. They're, they had that whole quality of life initiative where there they thought that, we're going to do the yeah. sleep sensor thing. There was um, that there was that small section of time where Nintendo was being serious about that's true. Like yeah. because like we fit, you know, was a thing. Ring fit adventure. Mm-hmm. They've always they what was their rings. little finger thing or your phone? Yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the yeah, it was yeah, yeah they had a heart rate monitor. Heart rate monitor, yeah. And, and like and they've been always uh put out they, Nintendo loves putting out pedometers, man. Just yeah, nothing but I mean like yeah, but pedometers work and like make sense. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not trusting a Pokemon ball puck to detect my sleep patterns, man. I'm not doing it. No, but there's a Pokemon in there. Yeah. Now, yeah. How about now? How about now? You got a Snorlax in that Pokeball. Your significant other rolls over. It makes your. It makes your uh, tarantar. <laughs> you know what? That is actually bad. Babe, because, babe, uh, babe, can you stop rolling over? My Snorlax is waking up, okay? <laughs> You're disturbing my Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's I brilliant. Think that's, I think that's the title of the podcast. If you're disturbing yeah. my Snorlax, babe. You're I'm writing that down. Snorlax. You're disturbing babe. my Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> Dozing, snoozing, and slumbering. Oh man, I can't do it. This shit, man. Any so dozers stupid. and snoozers? <laughs> Any dozers? Any are snoozers? You, are you are you a drowsy or a Snorlax? <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, are you goofy sleeping? How is this? Oh. I don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you woke up my Snorlax. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Number twenty twenty three. Oh man! And I already pre-ordered the Pokemon Go Plus. <laughs> of course you did. What else were you gonna do? I have a busted TV. I need to pay that off. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, the Vitality Sensor. That's what yeah. it was. It wasn't N sixty four. It was for. It was for the Wii. The and the bike, the bike thing was uh, was a Super party. Nintendo. <laughs> Super Nintendo had that uh, had a bike that you could like plug into your. Well, and then, I mean, Nintendo, yeah. the NES had a sewing machine. Yeah, so that was. So did the Game Boy, and that was yeah. that had officially licensed software. Nintendo was all in on this. Was it ear running? They had, they had microphones on the end. They had a lot of weird stuff. Anyways, oh yeah, that is. Uh, Listen, that that the Rumble, the expansion port on the Nintendo sixty four controller was extremely versatile. Mm. <laughs> correct correct um uh hey um do you guys play uh mortal kombat 11 you guys like mortal kombat 11 yeah. i mean yeah I what do you mortal kombat what 11. do you think what do you think the next game from netherrealm will be uh, it, uh not that so, mythologies three Ooh, man, I like that. Ages of Mythologies. No, it's Mortal Kombat 12. And it's coming oh, this year. Oh, Oh, my God. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody do your best pog face right uh, now. Oddly enough, uh, <laughs> now, uh, there's been a rumor that this was going to be uh, was being developed, and it goes from there. But um, Yeah, what a surprise that NetherRealm Studios oh, has, has been so working crazy. on Mortal Kombat 12. No, I think what's really <laughs> funny about this isn't that Mortal Kombat 12 is coming or that's coming this year is how it was announced, which was yeah. during a freaking uh, investor relations call. Because yeah, what the freak? Uh, the uh, um, the CEO, whoever it was from Warner Brothers Discovery, was talking like, yeah, oh by the way, yeah, we got those video game things. You know, we're doing with that that Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy, that's that's doing good. We also got that Suicide that, Squad game. We got, we got that Mortal Kombat 12. We got that Schmeagle game not, coming out. That's not only that, <laughs> releasing this year. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, it just like ruins it. Well, it was great because the tweet Classic. from folks from NetherRealm, like uh, Ed Boone was even like, oh, hey, what's, the, what's going on yeah. here? So I mean, how about yeah, that it should Injustice be Injustice 3. Because I, I actually liked Injustice 1 and 2. Um, I mean, Injustice Three has been teased already. Like it's and the comics, the comics have been like a massive success. Um, they're working uh, on both. Yeah, I mean, Injustice Three is coming. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers has probably seen the interest. Like the Suicide Squad game is clearly heavily influenced by uh, the story-wise. Uh, my Destiny Two, yes, correct. Yes. Yeah, no. Mechanics-wise, Destiny Two. <laughs> story-wise, Injustice. Uh, but uh. Um, yeah, there you go. Mortal Kombat Twelve. Uh, any other news we want to touch on before we? Uh, uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen looks yeah, cool. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, it just looks really cool. I don't know. Um, Square yeah, bringing. 
Square bringing everything to PAX, which is very exciting for. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing they're kind of on a big of uh, a little bit of a PR push. Um, a lot of articles dropping over the last three days. Interviews with Yoshi, with, yeah, interviews with Yoshi P and. Well, what's interesting is is that the pre it's not I've seen way more coverage about the shit that Yoshi P has to say compared to any mm. raw preview coverage. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that's just specific to the uh, to the kind of like Twitter sphere that I've built for myself. Um, but that's almost exclusively what I've seen highlighted. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want to comment <laughs> on that because okay. like, I, I don't really have like a horse in that fight. Like, I am going to play Final Fantasy 16. I'm a big fan. I'm also a white person. Like, I can't really say, say much. Uh, but I just, I will say, if I guess if I will say something on it, is I do, even though I get where people are coming from, I do respect Yoshi P for having a very um, strict view of what he wants to make. Like, he just wants to make this game. He, he's like, I want to make Game of Thrones in Final Fantasy. That's what I want to do. I'm sorry he doesn't live up to, you know, these other standards that we may have. And, you know, like, I think that is cool. Like, it's it's good on him to have a vision. And he's always been that kind of person that executes on those. And also on the flip side of this is he is usually pretty shy to talking to press because things like this happen or things get construed or yeah. or just a lot of things. Because he's a very he's a very serious guy. Like, he'll just say things pretty cut and dry what they are. And, and people as humans, we, we always try to insert things to like fill in the blanks. And with Yoshi P, I don't think there's anything like negative or like he's, or like there's, there's, there's nothing, there's not a bad bone in that guy's body. He's just like, I'm making a game. This is my job. This is what we're doing. That's it. Um, and there's reading between the lines people are doing. And I understand that, yeah. but it's just like, I don't know. There's got to be a point where we just say, hey, it's a game and cool. But there are some great points, like, you know, Barrett in Final Fantasy 13 having Zass, I think is his name. I forget his name, the African American guy in that game. But I mean, like, yeah, cool, whatever. Um, besides that, though, I just want to, <laughs> now we can actually talk about the game. I think is what's really interesting to me from Yoshi P is him just saying like, hey, you know, this is the game that I want to make. And also I don't care about anything that happened in the past. Everything in the past sucks and it should be dead. Like that's kind of what he's like, like pretty publicly saying is like, we're not resting on our laurels. This IP is in the garbage. I've brought the IP back to life twice now. So it's my, this my, this, I'm going to do what I, what I uh, want. Uh, so that's been fun to see him just be like, there's no sacred cows. We're killing it all. Like we're just, we're just going to go to the I, wall. I, I love, I, I just love the disrespect to final fantasy seven that the final fantasy seven remake was. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, and I Wait, was seven was remake like, also was also his team. No, no. Oh, was, okay. I'm just saying. In this, in this, yeah, I'm just saying. I didn't think overall, so. I was just saying in the overall uh, Square Enix uh, biome right now, they just it, it's your 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 gods are dead. Uh, kind of thing. Yeah, 
<laughs> that's what's cool is like the two, at least in my mind, like the two recent Final Fantasy games that have been the best are the ones that are like, we don't care about that. Like we're gonna like we're gonna make you we're gonna make you mad, but in a good way. Like, and that's what Final Fantasy 14 is too. It does a lot of that where it's like it plays with your expectations and they intention they intentionally do things to rile the uh, people who are playing the game and stories and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's what's interesting to me is him having this pretty, pretty, this pretty big seat to fill on this global stage and him just being how he normally is on his Final Fantasy XIV dev talks where he's just like, yeah, like this sucks and we're going to change it or this sucks and we don't like it or... Well, I mean, the... The, th- the thing that I took away from from well, at least from what I read on uh, on a couple of the pieces that I saw was that it was like the the majority of audiences have shifted over to wanting this kind of game. Uh, Final Fantasy was not doing that kind of game. Uh, so we took the things that we liked about Final Fantasy and we're going to put it into the kind of game that people like now. And that was kind of his general ethos for like how he's making Final Fantasy 16, which that yeah, well, you know I can get behind. And and, and he also has pretty big spoilers, to, by the way, that, that that you kill Garuda. That's kind of fucked up. That's yeah. I mean, they had to show. Something. Yeah, how you just how you just going to do that? Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because you have you have all the other. Power, so you have to be killing. Them. How you gonna how you gonna spoil that Garuda's in the game? You know. Oh, but yeah. How you gonna spoil that the icons that have been in the game since yeah. Fantasy One are gonna be in? The yeah, game? that's kind of messed up. Anyway, uh, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say it's. Well, what was I saying before you interrupted me? <laughs> um. That, I mean, we're just talking about like scorching the earth and and rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah, I just. Yeah, so Yoshi P, in one of my favorite interviews he did before Endwalker came out, he talked about how Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is his favorite, like, RPG story. Like, like, he basically compared, he said, like, you know, Modern Warfare 2 is, like, four guys are in a party, and, like, you're... True design, true designer brain, by the way. Yeah. yeah. This is, so this is, like, this is shit, this is shit that only a game designer yeah. can, like, it's like, I'm sorry, like, and, and I don't mean to throw shade on it, but, like, there is no this shot is that even, even after you explain this story, I'm not gonna feel this way about Modern Warfare yeah. 2, you know what I mean? So, or he military was, grunts looking for uh, crystals and <laughs> I mean yeah and like that's like so him saying his take for the new Final Fantasy is like let's modernize it and let's and him modernizing it really is just like let's Game of Thronesify it like that's really what it is because Final Fantasy 15 is a modern game it's an open yeah. world exploration game but it's not modern in the sense of like a global audience it's modern mm-hmm. in the very like what he was saying Japanese like negative connotation of that like that's what Final Fantasy 15 is so we're he's like vanquish level of Japanese yeah we're, we're, we're talking about vanquish <laughs> levels of jank jank here uh, but yeah it's just like so interesting to me 
that Square, because like I feel like Square Enix normally wouldn't allow this type of talk to happen with their game, yeah. their next game to come out. But the fact that it's the man that literally brought them out of bankruptcy twice yeah. is like, bro, like we we can't tell him no. He's like kind of just the dude. You know? It's it's a level of openness that you're not used to out of a Japanese developer in particular. Yeah, it's impressive. You know, yeah. it's it's funny. It's funny to me that there that there's still so much of a sticking point on like how traditional Final Fantasy is gonna like how it's gonna how traditional is this Final Fantasy gonna be? It's like, yeah. dog, we haven't had like a raw yeah. traditional Final Fantasy since ten. Yeah, and even not ten you, was pushing even like, 10 not, is like pushing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even and even ten great, started great, started yeah. to like bucket pretty significantly. Yeah. Um, well, dude, even, and si- even seven is like <laughs> different compared to like what the series is known for. It's just yeah. weird. Yeah. The yeah. I think what Yoshi P was like saying is like the connotation of Final Fantasy is the anime the. Japanese yeah. like yeah. negative connotation that he got really offended about, and he's like. And for a very just reason, he's trying to like even Final Fantasy 14 does an amazing job of not falling into those tropes of media that Yeah, but it falls into all the good tropes of that media. Like it still does a bunch of anime ass shit. That's just one of the reasons why I like Final Fantasy 14 so much. (laughs) Yeah, it's so I'm just excited. I'm just excited for him and for the team that I've just kind of obsessed over for the last decade because it's like Koji Fox. I was listening to him talk. He's a guy who writes Final Fantasy XIV. Um, he's the translation and does a lot of and does a lot of the translation, yeah, and localization writer. But what they do for Final Fantasy XIV is Koji Fox, who's fluent in Japanese, obviously, and English. He, him, and the writer in Japanese sit in the same room. And they write the stories for these games, and they bounce ideas back off of each other. But they're both actually writing two different scripts for different cultures like he's doing the english version they're doing the japanese version and they're they're going back and forth bouncing ideas and like oh what would you say here okay so for mine i'm going to say this or you're going to say this and like that's how they do stories in final fantasy 14 and they're doing the same thing for 15 for 16 and they were talking about i saw him talk about how they did the they did that back and forth. Like the, the Japanese guy wrote the whole script. He trans translated it. Then they retranslated it back. And then they shot like motion capture and facial capture. And they translated and they, they did the primary one in English. So the game is prime is supposed to be played in English is like the default. And then they, and then when they are shooting, scenes for the japanese they would change dialogue to fit into the english mouth flaps so the game is just like a constant like cultural like mishmash going constantly it's just so interesting like i'm excited to see what comes out of that because it's just like not what happens ever and that that team is all and, and weird stuff and if you're also interested, they'll be at PAX East on Saturday talking about Final Fantasy 16. JJ uh, they'll also will be, be there. <laughs> they will also be there on Friday talking uh, talking about Final, Final Fantasy 14. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, have a, if I would I would imagine that answers. that one's going to get that one's going to be on the stream. I would think. Yeah, both of them. They are. both will. They both. Yeah. Will. Yeah. Yeah. 
Excellent. I, I, may, I may be at the Final Fantasy 16 one. It depends Ooh. on how long they expect me to wait in line for. Uh... Yeah, DJ is very important. <laughs> very important. Yeah, I got things to see, people to see, shit to buy. <laughs> I just want to ask Yoshi P and Koji one thing. I just want to ask ask them how much of the story for 14 do they have planned before they like executed on the story? I'm really <laughs> curious. Should walk up so and no. at, you should just ask them just why. Yeah. Why? Like, hey, why? hey. And then walk uh, Yoshi away. P, why? Well, I saw there's a really interesting thing that came up. The like pre-rendered video or, or screenshot of Final Fantasy 2.0 that they were making mm -hmm. looks really similar to the Final Fantasy 16 like final mm. image. So it's very just like, huh, okay. Maybe they've been having this idea for a while, so I'm just, I, I just want them to touch on that because. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into what we've been playing, and uh, we're getting a few reviews here as well as uh, other stuff that we play. I want to talk reviews first. I've been reviewing. Um, reviewing some stuff. JJ says he has a product. I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> I do want to start though with uh, someone who's not on the podcast did a review for a game. And uh, that would be Stefan uh, yeah. Swanlin uh, in our chat right now and in the Discord. Did a Whoa. review of a game called Scars Above. Uh, out, I think it's Madhead Games developed this, uh, developed this game. But uh, yeah, um, Check out the review. Uh, he, you know, likens it to some of the stuff that From Software did, with a little bit more of an adventure and scientific spin on it. Um, has a little bit like a Returnal feel, weirdly, but uh, <clears throat> visually. So, anyways, um, check out his review. Uh, it's a trailer going. He did a really nice write-up. Um, better than uh, better than the rest of us do. Yeah, that's no, for sure. That's... Um, yeah, make us look make us look bad, yeah. Stefan. What the heck, dude? But uh, yeah, check that check that out on the site. Scars above. Thank you very much. Now, I've been reviewing a game, two games. Uh, uh, both of them have sort of retro visual feels. Both of them are platformers. Both of mm -hmm. them are <laughs> they're very different from each other. I'll start with the first one. Okay, Panda Punch. Sounds. Kind of, that's a fun name, Panda Punch. It's fun to say, Panda Punch. Panda Punch. Pee -pee. Panda, Pee -pee. Punch. Um, Panda Punch is uh, is not a good game. Um, oh, but it has mild blood. Uh, it is not a good game. Play as a cool red panda uh, that you can kind of, I mean, visually it looks kind of neat. It's got sort of a cross, you know, like a 24-bit somewhere, you know, it looks Game like, Boy Advance-ish. It, look, it looks like a cell phone game. It looks like a cell phone It's a platformer. It's got a little bit of uh, Mega Man-ish, only from the standpoint of you got this fist. You can use your fist, which is something that we've all heard in the past. Um, Mr. Fist. <laughs> it's, uh, okay. Uh, the, there's a lot of problems I have with this game. Um, you, oh, the DuckTales bounce. Yeah, it's got DuckTales <laughs> bounce. It borrows stuff from a bunch of different platformers throughout gaming history. Um, its entire aesthetic it looks fits. like Jetpack Joyride. It it looks does. like it. <laughs> I get, the aesthetic is the only thing that I like about this game. 
the bad part is it's so these biomes are so overused there's like an overworld uh that um is uh it's a map you know right and your your goal is to try to get from okay let me tell you the story right away i'm gonna start <laughs> the story is really funny uh because you're this red panda and you get injured somehow i forget how the story unfolded you you come home to your dad who is a scientist apparently i don't know and you the, the panda says dad i think my arm is hurt and the dad says oh i'm gonna i know just how to fix it i'm gonna chop off your arm and put a big cybernetic fist on there i'm thinking you just you just amputated your son's arm and put a a big metal hand on it and his arm had like a bruise his arm was scratched is that how to what kind this of is, parenting is that this um, is i mean like you know i have a daughter i have a dog what if i had both <laughs> what if i had both? <laughs> exactly so <clears throat> uh you do everything in this game with this punch right if you get injured see those little those little dots up at the top those are your health right and that can you can grow your health and keep getting extra and that's like essentially some type of currency i don't know if it was gold it was just like this weird card thing um essentially right after you get this punching cybernetic arm you have to go escape the story is never clear enough to let you know exactly what you're doing now again it's a platformer you don't need a, a, a great story uh in these things you just need great gameplay and to make it fun and it uh, turns this, out that your arm was your a mom all along you're right <laughs> no. um, and this game uh this game doesn't have fun in it it it, it doesn't control Whoa. well the punch the punches are even at the very beginning the punches just seem really like overly weak you have a big cybernetic fist on there that should demolish stuff uh like you you take several hits to beat up little guys to get hearts uh and refill your life in every other game it's just like a quick thing that's sitting out there that you just run over you pick it up and you go on in this you have to bust open capsules that keep punching these things um enemies are really poorly <laughs> placed like you'll make a jump uh from one level here to like the next one and you won't see an enemy off the screen and the minute you land here the bullet will be fast enough to hit you and if you've already only got like two hearts left or one heart left you're kind of <laughs> the old sonic the hedgehog <laughs> it, it it seems to want to borrow from from that it's like needlessly uh not difficult not challenging just needlessly uh aggressive against the player like it, it doesn't want it doesn't feel like it wants you to have a good time. I did not have a good time playing this. It's very repetitive. There are only like two two biomes. There's a forest, and you can't tell, uh, you know, what's going on. Like every stage looks exactly the same in the forest. Yeah, you may be slightly below ground or slightly above ground, but they're using a lot of the same icon sense. These enemies, this dude uh, is in every single stage from the very beginning to the very end. They have the same sh there's like shotguns hanging literal shotguns hanging off the sides of things that shoot at you why i don't know i don't know why shotguns are there you could the literally the last time you've been in the woods man there's shotguns. I, I don't know uh these these uh little platforms fall way too fast like they're they don't give you time to react again every other game does it better these look like they should rumble a little more or maybe this should be spaced a little bit further apart to actually make it worth the challenge but it's not they're like needlessly fast and 
Um, uh, you never jump like just far enough or just high enough. Like <clears throat> there's one portion where I was trying to get from one platform to the next. Let's say this platform here and there's a platform over here and you jump from one to the next and I kept missing it and I kept missing it. I kept... The pixel, by the way, detection is, is horrible on this the hitbox. If you go too far off in any other game, you feel like your foot can hang off the ledge. In this game, if your foot comes close to the ledge, you're falling off. Um, and so you can't judge where to jump from. So I found myself falling over and over and over again and running through the level over and over and over again because of a jump. Because of a jump that doesn't need to be there, it should be a lot easier, a, lot, a little bit more forgiving. Uh, it's just, it's like a jump like that, right? And you don't get this downward bounce jump until a little bit later on. Um, but yet, like, <clears throat> there's portions where you can actually get up on top of this level here and you actually get behind the UI. But it's part <laughs> of the level. Like, I got up on a platform and I walked to the left and I was stuck behind the UI. And I'm thinking, I can't see my character. Because this stupid UI is in the way. And it's, I it's, kept wondering, how does it how did it make it through this? It's not like you know? Mario one where like you get up there and you get kind of entangled with the UI, but that's because you're finding a secret. You're finding like yeah. you're not really this is you're not supposed to be here, kind of thing. Like this is it's not um sign in this. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I think I had I had to be there. It felt like I had yeah. to be, I don't know. It's just this game has doesn't have a lot going for it there's no reason to go back like very early on in the game yeah. you'll come across portions where you will uh you'll see okay i'm gonna need to come back to this level later to get like there was a, yeah there was a shotgun hanging out of the side of the wall that's a cool ass building in the background though that was right like in the background i guess the animation <laughs> is actually really cool i like the animation style um uh they've actually got some nice design uh, but they're just yeah. so over it's the same tree over and over Ooh. again. Parallax scor scrolling, cool, but you can only yeah. do that so many times. Uh, it, in order to, okay, see this little button here, right? Yeah. In order to get rid of these, this is early in the game, to get rid of these uh, blocks, you have to punch this button. So, but that, you got to get this this dude out of the way. Yeah. You have to get this dude out of the way, knock out this weird shotgun hanging out of there, punch this button, this will, these two will disappear, and then you can go over this way. Okay, now you got blocks over here. What would you do to this button? Punch it, right? Jump on it, right? No, you have to push this barrel over onto it. But why? Because if you if all you have to do is punch this one, and this is a ninety degree asset flip to here, wouldn't it be something like you just jump on it or you punch it or something and it activates? No, you have to drop this stupid barrel on there to get it to activate oh by the way if the barrel's a little bit off and you knock it or if you go past it you punch it a little bit you can actually knock the barrel off of this thing in a lot of different places and then you're screwed you gotta you gotta off yourself to reset the level to come back and do this so there's a lot of design issues um with the game it really feels like an like they just found a bunch of cool assets on unity or whatever and just put together and got a platformer it's not it's not fun i'm sorry it's what did cool you play animation, but that's it. What I played on the okay. <clears throat> what uh, what do you think? What kind of platform do you think a game like this would be perfect for? Uh, a cell phone. Handheld. <laughs> <laughs> let's say what kind of handheld device? A Switch or a Steam Deck, right? Let's say. Yeah. 
Um, it's available on PC. Does not function on Steam Deck. I tried. I downloaded it. Uh, it would the this the minute I would start up, it would just crash out. Like, how is it? I know it takes a little bit of work to flip a few switches. I mean, I'm being very basic. Yeah. Uh, at this point, to get a game to run on Steam Deck, but uh, the Steam Deck is at the very heart of Steam right now. And if you're releasing games going forward, you better have within the last year. You better have been wondering. You better have been planning to put this thing on the Steam Deck. Like games should be designed, should have been designed since the year before last to be on Steam Deck, to always function on Steam Deck. A game like this should function on Steam Deck. This does not function on Steam Deck. I had to play it. I played on my laptop. It was fine. I used my trusty green controller here, the Xbox controller. But man, uh. Just did not like this game at all. Uh, nothing like it. Just it didn't feel good. That the, apart from the animation, I couldn't find anything that I enjoyed about the game. So sorry. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But dang, that looks good. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I was looking at something else. So what, what was that game? And can I buy it? Like, that's a good. Panda Pond. Yeah. <laughs> so like, look that part. Well, actually, looks kind of fun. Like you're jumping around, you're destroying this robot. Yeah, this Contra. It's Contra. Uh, they borrowed stuff. It's a lot like Atomic Heart, Zach, where you said they kind of borrowed a bunch of elements from a bunch of different games. Yeah. They had no idea how to bring it all together. That's what this is in the 2D format. Borrowed a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different games. Didn't know how to bring it all together. But this one was made by like a 16-year-old kid. Uh, this was made by a full team. I think. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to move on to the next game that I've been playing. Now, the other review game. All right. Let me find this video here. Uh, so, y'all know I like, uh, I'm a big Steam World uh, fan. Steam World Dig 1 and 2. I like playing Dig mm -hmm. Dug and Mr. Mr. Digger or whatever, all those stupid Mr. games. Driller. Mr. Driller. Put thank some you. disrespect uh, on the name. Domekeeper. <laughs> There is a uh, there is first of all, there's a person who's just tapping away. Jack, could you maybe type a little louder? <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I like tapping onto dirt in a game like this called Dig, which is uh, deep in galaxies. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Logo. Anyway, that so this sick. is a this is a twin stick ish roguelike. Uh, Steam World uh, dig style game across galaxies, you know, across different yeah. planets. It's a lot of weird fun. ass. The Terraria is weird it's, since yeah. the last time I played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, it, it, there's a lot of Terraria in this. Again, platformer, you got some loot harvesting. There's just kind of weird little aspect. Like you get this bug ship. Um, yeah, bug ship. You get to go to, you go to all these different planets, mine them, do whatever you want, murder a bunch of animals. I'm seeing a grappling hook. I'm in. There's a, there is a <laughs> grappling hook in this. Look at it. They got a freaking monster with a big eyeball and wings that floats around. This game is a. I'm, I really enjoyed this game. I was playing. It's play. It works on Steam Deck. That and man had a keyblade. That yeah, man did. had a keyblade. They have no shame in uh, uh, appropriating really cool stuff from different video games. Like they're like, hey. We got a grappling hook, just like uh, many games which you might know, might know of that have grappling hooks. You know, it's Bionic Commando. It's, um, 
Yeah, it, it's just all kinds of shit. In this. That it's scene great. made it look like it turns into a bullet hell shooter for a spell, does it? There are bullet hell aspects to this. Yeah, spell. okay. It, it gets wilder and wilder uh, as it goes on. When you first start, it's like it feels like SteamWorld Dig when you first start because you're just kind of heading downward and blowing up, you know, knocking stuff away with a sword uh, or a knife. And then you get a hammer and then you get uh, a potion that kind of shoots fire. And then you get um, a bigger gun and then you get a bigger gun and then you get bomb. Look, at, I mean, there's just a chaos there. It is so freaking cool. Oh, who, who's back? Look at that. Zach's back. Oh, I added him as he moved. <laughs> um, it's. You go to different planets. I think essentially there's like space pirates or something. It's whatever. Travel the galaxy, kill them you all. You don't need a story for this. <laughs> but there are, and there's boss levels. Uh, you can land on an asteroid and take out like that rock monster was on an asteroid that you could just just randomly flies by. You take out. There's a dude in a giant freaking drill. I mean, really fun little design elements. You can upgrade your. I mean, it's it's a riot. Um, I'm not madly in love with the control scheme because you do need to use like some of the basics. I need to remap it, but some of the basic stuff, like you need to use both triggers, both shoulders, X, A, B, Y, up, down. I mean, you have to use every button. You, it's you, There's a little bit of claw action going on with this. So I, I need to remap my, uh, my controls. But other than that, I'm really enjoying this game. I mean, it's on Steam, only on Steam right now. Plays fantastically on the Steam Deck. Um, so refreshing because it's not a traditional roguelike digger game, but it is sort of a mashup. Oh, and there's co-op. There's like multiplayer, four-person multiplayer. Just go at it, and you could destroy each other. It's it's like little got a little bit. What is that duck game? Uh, duck game. Duck game. I was gonna say duck game. game. (laughs) It's got a little bit of duck game on there. Built it. It's just it's a blast. Uh, it's worth worth it. I'm I love just zooming in these different planets and. You hit the button. You zoom. it's just a cool, a cool cinematic. It reminds me of like uh, Act Razor, where you're going yeah. over some of the different things, and you know, the, the Mode Seven effect kicks in. It's got a little bit of that. It's just, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it looks cool. It yeah. looks cool. It's a silly little game. It looks Definitely dumb works. as hell, but like it's totally yeah. dumb as hell in a good way. In a good way. It looks like Terraria a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. we said that. Like, I already made times. that joke. Thanks. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't, pay- I wasn't paying attention. You, <laughs> you were booted at that moment too. But uh, Deep in Galaxies, dig. It's a lot of fun. I can uh, I can recommend it. It's um, yeah. I think it's the kind of game that. If you have a Steam Deck, this is perfectly made for a Steam Deck. It, uh, as much as I loved uh, Dome Keeper, this is in the same vein in terms of being perfect for the um, for the platform. So yeah, dig deep in galaxies, enjoyable. Who wants to go next? JJ, review your products for us. Oh, sure. Well, I, I, was, I will say the only game I've been playing is uh, Dead Space, the remake. Ooh, uh, tell me about it. it. Uh, it's been a long time since I've played Dead Space proper. Uh, we're talking first release. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to it, I absolutely kind of forgot how much I really love the entire feel of this game. Like it is, it starts off spooky as hell and stays, but it is as scary as your eye tracking. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just, it's incredible to me that EA just kind of let this franchise die. Like, 
it's so well realized in sort of the universe and the creature designs and, and everything. And it's just like, eh, we made, we made, we made a bad third game and just flushed it down the toilet. Yeah. Um, it is I finish. I thought to finish it's that game. Bad, yeah. No, you don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. No? Okay. no, fuck no. Um, but, I don't know. The story really pays off. You should yeah, see no. it. You should see it through. Um, but man, this game is beautiful too. It, yeah. Like the lighting and the sort of like I don't like seeing Isaac as much as they make you look at Isaac. Uh, he talks a little too much. He's he's he's, 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 a, he's a chatty guy um, now. Mm -hmm. uh, but you like, should just be a grunter. He'd be like, Ooh! yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, boy, every weapon is still super satisfying in this game. Like you get that, yeah. like you get that, like beam cannon thing, and it just like you just like obliterate dudes. Uh, oh, I love that weapon. Yeah, yeah, they, and like, and everything moves better. Like the gravity, anti gravity stuff just feels so much better this time around than in the original Dead Space because. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, they were still trying to figure that shit out back in whenever Dead Space One came out. Oh six, like when did Dead Space One come out? Uh, Dead Space One was like two thousand nine. Oh nine, no. Dead Space nine or eight? Oh sorry, uh, eight. Oh eight. Oh eight. eight? Okay. Yeah. Oh seven probably was maybe oh seven. Oh seven. Uh, but <laughs> like, we watched. But it. yeah, just going back into it, man. What a what a game. What if what if what an ex what an experience. It is spooky as hell you still do like you enter a room and you're just like because <sighs> you know immediately you're just going to be locked in this room mm -hmm. while you just have to fight for survival uh but uh this is a game that really benefited from the uh increased fidelity and they didn't fuck up the one of the most important parts of dead space and that was the sound design mm. um the sound design is still by the way 2008 okay uh, it just sounds so good and all the all the sound effects and like if you have like a good audio like headphones or something like mm. it, it it just it's just haunting throughout you hear the creaks of the ship and everything and stuff it's uh it's it is it for a game when they announced it and they were starting to sort of run it i had zero confidence in them yep. pulling this off and they nailed it like hmm. it's nice to see dead space back and i hope that this is like it's back i hope they figured it out like uh, it's hard to say sometimes because like i don't necessarily agree with remaking good things i mostly agree mm. with remake mm. bad things because then you could just make it good uh yeah. which was like remake dead space 3 so you can make a good game uh instead or something but uh I, I don't, it's one of those things where um, it's going to suck to have to play through like two more remakes before they make a new Dead Space, I think, because I feel like they're just going to start fresh and just sort of retell the story or I mean, something. At some no, point, you but. know, they could, uh, they could very well go from this game and just yeah. continue the, the story. I just don't know how we EA on this first game. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how EA sees the franchise, I guess. Like, right, do they, right. do they yeah. think that this will be a jump off point and just make a new dead space too? Or what? Or do they like, I think dead it'll space, be a new dead space too. With dead like space, some elements of three. Dead space colons new subtitle or something. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I want to comment Rolling on something that this remake does pretty well. Like I haven't played it, but 
I've read a lot and I watched a lot on it. And what it does, it does something that I think is really interesting. Is it like relit like the way you imagine Dead Space in your head is the mm -hmm. way the game is. Yes. Mm -hmm. But mechanically, the guns are changed. A lot of them are completely different. Yeah. They behave the same, but they're actually like they offer a new utility to you. So instead of like getting the flame thrower that nobody uses because it sucks yeah it actually has a use now and it's like oh i can just spray everybody down and it'll tick them down slower and it's not this piece yeah. of shit like it was prior like it does a lot of things like that small little tweaks that like a game designer now can look back in the past and be like oh yeah that kind of sucked let's tweak that like that's that's really interesting to me that yeah. they had enough restraint to just do that and execute everything else so but uh yeah so dead space uh if, you, if you're on the if you're interested in it i highly highly recommend picking up dead nice. space if that was i a am game that you totally so, put on my but, list so it's not a review uh unit or anything that i got but yeah uh it Gee, is something that i bought uh, -oh. uh so you know how so you know how sony released an expensive new piece of hardware that nobody <laughs> oh, no. Well, I didn't get that, but I did get the new PlayStation DualSense uh, Edge controller. Oh, excellent. I knew I was going to be able to at least trick somebody into thinking about the VR2 <laughs> already. Because uh, if anyone uh. is going to, it's going to be me or Dally. Mm -hmm. uh, so. That's true. Not, not with my TV situation. So yeah, yeah. and with your TV situation, it's going to be me. And it hasn't been me yet. Just uh, like NSYNC although, said, it's going to be May. Yeah, it's going to be May. Um, but uh, but the PSVR 2 Gran Turismo 7 footage has been... Oh, God, I'm hearing good things about that. I'm Anyways, hearing some awesome um, shit. So... Uh, I'll just do a like you could. I don't know if you've how often you've seen the edge controller or whatever. So, like, classic, okay, yeah, edge. Oh. Um, so, I mean, it is, it's a little ch the edge is a little ch or the, the uh, classic's a little chunkier than the edge. You can see it's a little, um, the, the elite is the same way, the Xbox yeah. elite, they, yeah, the uh, the weight is significantly more. It's at least oh, good. It's at least Good. it's at least twice as heavy. Uh, the grips down below here are rubberized, so that's nice. Um, it has something really interesting that uh, I didn't I, I didn't know what they were until you booted up the game. And if you oh god, you, your your eye tracking is so bad. <laughs> but um, if you look down at the joysticks, they got these function keys underneath the joysticks. You see it? So those mm. you can like. You you can basically uh, at, make those. Uh, those are custom triggers now, right? They're not custom triggers in the traditional sense because there are mm. triggers that go on the back. Um, these kind of let you switch between profiles. You hold mm. down the function key and you can switch to profile on the go. But it also lets you do a couple of other things like adjust the volume and adjust like chat, a microphone stuff just through this function key. It, it, it's not really useful in, in a sense unless you really use pr the profiles a lot but um uh yeah uh, the big one of the big uh things that they uh added was the the modules so there's a little switch in the back that pops this a faceplate off hmm. um let's see if i can actually get it my fingernail it's a very small switch so it's not like hmm. a 
so yeah, faceplate. Uh, this little faceplate piece comes off, and there's these little um, metal hooks in there, so you can pop them off, and the whole stick module comes out as one whole unit, complete with the function key, Genius. and um, and so you can change it, and they're not expensive. You can get a whole new module, and they sell them right now at like GameStop and Best Buy for like mm. twenty bucks. So if you start getting stick drift, you could just throw the module out and buy a new one and shove it in there. Um, so it's 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 nice. I'm hoping that it means that they plan on releasing more module types, or like a th I don't know how Sony will be with like a third party releasing module types or something, but mm -hmm. um, I can only hope like maybe a a, a Hall effect one to like to wipe out stick drift entirely or something um but it, it's 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 an interesting uh choice i don't know like what the benefit really is other than just knowing that your controller is going to break at some point so re make it as easy as possible to fix which is like it's not like it's that hard to fix a playstation's joysticks as it is now so um so in the so in the case you get um it comes with the default uh the PlayStation 5 thumbsticks but uh, just like the just like the plus or the plus the Xbox plus plus uh, <laughs> yeah you get the you get domed ones too so you get the shorties nice. and uh the tall boys tall uh, <laughs> boys fair beers yeah um it only has two uh back buttons which is interesting because most of these controllers have four like for the to replace the triggers on top but you get two choices you get paddles like the traditional paddle and um these little like you can't really make them out too well but they're like little buttons that like are hmm. just like little things that just they feel really good um uh they're kind of impractical uh the buttons like the paddles are more uh thing but i think like the butt the button the works really good for like quick reloads and stuff like if you're playing an fps or something it, it's pretty good um it has this really weird device that i don't fully uh understand or appreciate uh it's it, it's this it, it comes in the case and it's this little little thing and what it does is you take the, it comes with a threaded USB-C cable and you put the USB-C hmm. cable in there, lock it in and you put it on your uh, PlayStation and there's a lock switch so you can lock it into place so you can't accidentally pull it out. I didn't lock it, so I pulled it out, oh, but interesting. Uh, it's like just this weird little like lock so you can't accidentally yank out the, if you're uh, trying to stay as a user, yeah, if you're, you're, I mean, you're if you're if you're in gamer mode, yeah, yeah and you can see, it's, and you can see all it is is just a couple of prongs that. <laughs> Actually, so, I do like. I, do I mean, listen, I, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a little bit of like a, like an eyebrow raise, but you know what? I, I you know I love the Xbox One controller, but I I will not use it on my PC yeah. uh, because. Yeah. I don't like it wirelessly and micro the micro USB C or the, yeah, the micro USB is so dog shit mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I will literally just sit there and break micro USB cables repeatedly yeah, yeah. trying to use it on my PC. It yeah. will not work. 
So That's like why you get so, a wired eight yeah. bit dough controller. Yeah. No, I mean so, I just I you know what I'm so you know what I'm still using my fucking my Xbox 360 yeah. controller, which yeah, just baby. has the straight through cable, and oh I don't God. know if you can see how fucking worn down these oh, these yeah. thumb pads are. Um, they're so worn down, they're oily and they're peeling, yeah. right? That's oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, mine aren't peeling. Uh, oh, they're nice. just uh, they're just they're just worn to shit. Uh, but I did disassemble yeah. one uh, a couple months ago because of how absolutely disgusting it was. So I got a good look at that. The you know I'm yeah. like maybe I should buy some new analog sticks for these for this bad boy just refurb a couple of them so yeah the, the lock is good mm-hmm. for the controller end but it's not like it locks it in on the other end so if you're yeah not, <laughs> so it's not like it's gonna sure, stop you sure. from like tripping over it and accidentally unplugging your controller so yeah it, it's neat but it also the case also has a little uh spot in it for a spare module which is kind of cool it doesn't come with the spare module and it is a uh a hard case oh, nice. which is, okay which is neat I like that. Um, Always like a hard case. Performance wise, it's great on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, no problems with it at all. A battery life is dog shit. It's <laughs> half it's half the battery life of Ooh. a dual sense, which and the dual sense two hours. Has, yeah, and, and and the uh yeah, the dual sense already has shit battery life. Mm-hmm. Um luckily I'm mostly USB tethered. I I rarely don't have mm. it plugged in USB. Um so I love the way it feels. It's a good feeling controller. The weight, I think the dual sense um, really fits well in the hands. And I feel like this one does better. Uh, the triggers are textured differently. It's got the hair triggers and everything. Okay. Um, so for that, it's great. Uh, they don't really advertise it as a PC controller, but they give you plenty of options for like PC, like, like, cause like, Sony released games have sort of default dual sense um, functionality. I so. will say, having played Returnal, and it gives me the notification that it like it supports it on PC. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I want to get one? Yeah, I thought about oh, it. The the triggers in Returnal are so vital to playing. Yeah, that. it's crazy. It's uh, Returnal more than any game really takes like full advantage of what's going on with the dual sense. I will I will never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um the problem so so Spider-Man, both Spider-Mans and, and Returnal are the uh three first party PlayStation games that I played that support dual sense out of box and um uh, worked great. Uh, you know how Steam is. Steam gets a little weird. You have to. You know how Steam is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! I yeah. had this too, JJ. Oh so my you God. have to go into individual game. Yeah. You have to turn off uh. direct inputs, and when you go into Universal controllers, you have to turn off the PlayStation like profile, so the game will recognize that it's a Dual Sense and will activate the Dual Sense stuff like you may get the button prompts but you're not going to get the dual sense features so you have to turn off yeah then you have to go into the community packs and download the community pack that works with the game it's like yeah it's been like luckily like i said for um spider-man miles morales and returnal out of the Mm. box no problems with um any of it um but for whatever reason almost 
no games recognize this as a dual sense controller outside of that. I booted up Dying Light 2, which supports uh, dual sense features. Mm-hmm. Could not get it to won't even recognize it as a controller. Like I can't act, I can't navigate the menus. I unplugged it, plugged in my normal dual sense. No problems. Dual sense features are in, in effect. Everything's there. Same thing with dead space. It's supposed to have, it doesn't even give you prompts uh, hmm. <laughs> like without going in. It, it's, it's a mess on PC. Like it, it, it's a great controller. Uh, and I wish it had better PlayStation support or not PlayStation PC. support. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, because even like uh, PlayStation Five, when you plug it in, recognizes it as uh, an an Edge controller and like activates whole new menus for you in this in the system to to modify things and stuff. So I just wish they would do something, and they never will. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only hope that some games kind of update to understand because uh, Death Stranding has dual sense support out of like the the director's cut on pc um does not recognize the edge controller like at all um but you plug in the normal dual sense and it just it's perfectly fine and all the features are there um i eventually got it to work on death stranding but none of the dual sense um features worked at all so as a pc controller for 200 dollars because that's what this <laughs> yeah, yeah. is 200 um if if you wanted to if you want a high-end gaming controller this isn't the one to get like the elite controller something from scuff um even some of the razor ones like the wolverines and stuff are like are better like options like there's this controller does some good stuff it's very comfortable it's got a good weight to it if you're doing like for a playstation 5 it's phenomenal um Mm -hmm. and the stuff that it works on on pc it's phenomenal um, I'm just like the, I, I'm an I'm an enthusiast when it comes to this sort of high end sort of like controllers and stuff. I've always been a big fan of this ridiculous market of controllers. Uh, I love getting cheap ass like you know uh, garbage controllers, and I love getting mm-hmm. the high end ones. You know, I, I like to see how these how different things can be. Um, and you know, I'm not a stranger to i've got the elite two i've got a high-end uh fight stick you know i've got crazy controllers um sure if this had better pc support i would almost prefer it over the uh elite two hmm. controller but because the pc supports so horseshit it'd be hard to sort of recommend to anyone um outside of a very niche playstation market um like this thing is great for uh, Gran Turismo. Um, like you put the paddles on there for some shifting or whatever. Um, put the paddle to the metal. Yeah, and, and with and and the you know the dual sense features and all that stuff. But like, so like if you're if you're like competitive, mm-hmm. like it's really good. Um, the buttons have a bit, just a little bit different of a heavier feel to them, which I kind of okay. like. Um, but overall. I I enjoy it as a controller. It's got a good feel, but it I I don't know really outside of, this controller is made for somebody like me or somebody mm-hmm. that's a high-end competitive gamer and there are 
that high-end competitive gamer probably isn't using a PlayStation controller. So they're trying to get a market that's not going to go over to them. Uh, and it, it misses a lot of the key uh, elements that like a person who's looking for a high-end mm -hmm. controller is looking for a more casual person. Gotcha. So yeah, it's, it's All a great right. controller, cool. but it could cool. be, it's a very good controller that could be a great controller. <laughs> that could be so, a great control. Yeah. And that's, uh, all right. Taylor, what are you playing, dude? What am I playing? That's a good what question. Have you not been playing all of it? Mm. The game mm. of life, mm. baby. Um, a lot of time on a game that I can't talk about yet, yep. or at least a uh, a portion <laughs> of a game that I can't talk sure. about yet. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, I'm, everybody. You heard it here. Yeah, first. you. I, the, I'm in dog you got it um he's playing he's our, on steam deck he's our pokemon expert and he has got pokemon the dlc the, um, i do have the dlc i actually didn't get it i hacked it it's mine now um he used the video come come for me come for me nintendo i dare you um yeah, I popped in a little bit more returnal um that is still a hard i don't know i mean like i feel like it's kind of hard um no, but uh, <laughs> shut up. The robot thing is very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. I don't like it. Uh, but then uh, it's really just been that uh, theatrhythm, yeah. uh, a lot of theatrhythm. There you go. Um, so I'm so I'm starting. I'm trying to unlock all the all the all the games so I can sure. play all the songs. Uh, Zach, did you get the DLC? Did you get the saga? I don't know why I swear it's not showing up for me. The dude, does it get does it get the um it's the series go, playthrough option too or no? No. No, you have to go just like the individual <laughs> song. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I didn't look for it there. So I probably do have it. Um uh so there's a lot of that. That's that's a good that's like one of my top right now nighttime game because it gets nice. me nice and it gets me nice and sleepy. Like yeah. so when I realize that I, I if I miss more than two notes in a song, then I've then I've played too long yeah, and I'm right. too tired. Yeah. Um it's, so it's really nice for that. Uh but then uh the they just added Devil Summoner two. Devil oh. wait. Yeah, no, the uh, Games Pass. The uh, yeah, to Games Pass is yeah. Summoner, right? Yeah, Not, or Soul Hackers too. Soul right? Hackers too. That's what you're. They're all yeah. the same game. <laughs> Soul Hackers two is the game that they added to Games Pass just the other day, like two days ago. Okay. Um, and so I figured I would. I don't know. I gave it. I installed it. I was like, let me see what it's about. Um, it has the same long ass introduction that every atlas game uh ever made has um but i did get to the point where i have the party of people and was playing the game the and party of people. Oh. the party of people is good i don't know it's it's like um it i mean that. as much uh, what I thought you were saying it's like Persona. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I was, go I was going to compare it to Persona and Shin Megami Tensei for obvious reasons. Um, but you know, if you're if you are a SMT player and you're like, where does this fall into the spectrum of um, you know Atlas SMT games? It's it's kind of it's it's on the left exactly. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it feels like the in between of um, Persona and SMT, like the mix of right in the between. So if you like, um, you know, the part where you collect demons and fuse them and do that, all that same shit, uh, but you don't like the uh, going to school and uh, that aspect of the game um then uh, congrats i have good news this is the game it is very streamlined um you know that's the old that's the it's streamlined almost to a fault um you know because it's just like you're gonna you're gonna play the video game and then you play the video game um smt5 at least was like i don't know felt like there was more substance to it the difference is that SMT5 isn't on PC and doesn't look as good. Um, and now all I still and continue to want is S- is SMT5 on the PC. Stop keeping it in the cage, please God. Um, I don't know. This this just yes, like runs. One of the uh, the rumors is that game is coming going to be announced in June or just before June for PC and PS. Then it, I will I will literally wait another three months just in the off chance because I never. I mean I think I stopped at like twenty twenty something hours. On, I think I stopped at that point too. Um, on 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 Switch, and I will I will wait until June to pick it up yeah. again uh, because this this starts to like tickle that uh that portion of my brain that wants to play all those games um yeah i don't know it's good i mean it's just like yeah so you just hop straight into it and you're like okay go fight and the the the, here is your arena of shin megami tensei style um rpg combat this is that's the whole game now continue forever this this franchise is so weird because like it is the most it has the most chaotic releases because like Soul Hackers 1 was like a Sega Saturn game that got me- remade for the 3DS and now you have Soul Hackers 2 like <laughs> like 20 years later almost. Also it's a good PC port. Yeah. I I don't like I don't it's it's so it doesn't make any sense, man, uh because <laughs> uh, you know not all of them are and atlas won't give us the yeah. good one the other good ones i don't i don't understand why i don't know they just i mean obviously there's going to be some level of exclusive agreement stuff um happening in the background uh but yeah i want i want smt5 on on the pc very badly yeah same i stopped playing the game because i hate the switch so i'm like okay i'll just wait I do the part the, it's just i mean like i'm fine with the switch um aside from like i actually don't theater rhythm is a little rough on it and when i'm playing handhelds um and it's much better so the only problem with it playing it docked is on the bigger screen it's actually i like it on the small screen um because i find the notes easier to look at all the time um but the controller uh, of the switch with joy cons is terrible to play that game with um what so i love it i'm going i don't like it like tabletop uh, mode maybe yeah tabletop but when you're laying in bed trying to go to sleep it's hard to do tabletop yeah i mean i just i just can't really do i can't really do hard songs i mean listen i'm a i'm an amateur theater rhythm player right so like i'm 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 still 
you're never gonna buy you're never gonna do this because it involves spending more money but like hori's like split pad pros are actually really good joy con replacements because they're full-size fucking controllers that you can slap onto the side of the thing yeah no um, i don't need to i already have yeah. a steam deck i don't need to yeah, make my switch exactly, larger but thank exactly, you exactly right like and you can't use them undocked on the switch either which is super no. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, Soul Hackers Two is is pretty. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to. I don't know. I just like how it's just very. I mean, it's it's a Shin Megami Tensei game. I mean, it's in the, uh, yeah, it, it's in that franchise. So. They're, um, they're honestly, it's like Dragon Quest, where there honestly isn't a bad Shin Megami Tensei game. Like they're all of different varieties, and sure, yeah, you can say some flavors of, like, of Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. Some of them are bad, but none of them are like horrible games that like aren't play aren't like able to yeah. be played or whatever. There's so, something yeah. there's something to find in every single one of them. Even the Virtual Boy game. <laughs> Even there's a Virtual the Boy game. Yeah. yeah, they did a Snow Brothers uh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, hmm. Even when you play as Jack Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Taylor, what you got to get? Here we go. Uh, if you don't know already, and you should have known this by now, is the Fixture S2 for the Nintendo yeah! OLED screen, reviewed by JJ Holder. I fucking, lo- I fucking love this thing, man. It's I still use it, man. It's great. I am not getting that, no. I never would have bought one for myself. Hey, listen, they're going to be at PAX East. Maybe we just kind of... Are they really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fixture's always there. Um, okay. You go, yeah. Just, just kind of take me with you and say, "Hey, you know, maybe we know this. You know this game." Uh, Zach, oh, see, dude. Finally, it's my turn. <laughs> um, oh, no. okay, so oh, last, no. year, last week you took up like forty-five minutes just on your own, and I was dozing off. So let's see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week was an important important. <laughs> act, so. Um, yeah. So this week will be a lot shorter. So I've been playing. Good. So, my big thing this week I want to talk about is there is so I, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 14 again. I'm getting back <gasps> into the game. I haven't really played the game in a year or year and a half or so. Uh, I usually do that. I play the expansion and I wait for more mm-hmm. updates to come out and then I come back to the game. So now I'm back, I'm behind, have a lot to play. Cool. Um, but now with my job being games writing and everything, I, I'm always looking for something to write about and there was an email i got one night from a final fantasy 14 player who's putting on a charity event in the game friday where they're doing Mm. a battle of the bands type of thing because in final fantasy 14 you can use a midi controller or a bunch of other programs to play instruments (laughs) like a bunch of them like there's a fucking fucking sentence man (laughs) there's a bunch of drums there's a bunch of guitars flutes all these things and people make your own theater rhythm (laughs) people in the game make their own bands and they have concerts and things which is a normal thing that happens in the game every day but they're they're bringing together like 50 or 60 in-game bands to do a benefit for the earthquakes that happened in Turkey. Um, they're going to mm-hmm. raise money with Doctors Without Borders. So I'm going to I'm going to to do that Friday and Saturday. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to just bring that up because it's really fun 
thing that this community does where they always find really interesting ways to pay tribute or to help whenever they can. Like they did the uh, uh, Kintaro Myra. Hmm. Mira, I'm not Japanese, so I don't know how to say it. But when the Berserk creator died, people lined up in Berserk attire, basically like the class Dark Dark Knight in the game is based off of Berserk. So they kind of like it was a big thing lined up and all these things. Last week, two weeks ago, there's a big fishing event for an unofficial Eorzean museum, which is like an in-game national like thing that people do it's like a website where people keep up with the fish in the game and a bunch of things and it's a museum uh they had a big event last week for that and this week's a benefit for doctors without borders which is great so yeah friday i'll be posting about that and i'm going to be talking to the bands i have some people i can talk to it'll be fun um but besides that i've been playing a lot of gotcha games um, which is no- normal. Uh-huh. But wow. I've been playing for work. I've been playing the Street Fighter uh, gotcha that came out yesterday. Um, it's a it's not a good game, <laughs> but I really enjoy it because as a fighting game player, I'm just, you know, like I'm if there's an yeah. if there's as a fighting game player, it's like okay, I like this, but also now I'm getting to that stage where I'm like, this is an IP I like, so I'm going to play it. You know, like that's kind of where I am. Um, So it's just like an idle game. If you've ever played AFK Arena, it's a lot like that, but with Street Fighter characters. Um, Been going through that. A lot of the fun things in it are the verbiage they use, which are like really ingrained in fighting game culture. Like there's an anchor there's a lead there's a there's a, all these marvel versus capcom verbiage in there which is like oh that's cool i guess like it makes me happy um yeah i've been playing playing that it's a slot machine game so um then here's actually a good game i'm playing that's a gotcha a gotcha game it is called limbus company limbus company is a gotcha I did, game. By the way, I did upgrade my light. <laughs> or are you talking about Zach? So, me? Yes. Continue. Limbus Company is a Limbus Company. Yep, Limbus Company. Um, it's a gotcha game made by the studio called um, Project Moon, and Project Moon is oh. a Korean independent studio they've made two games before this uh one called one called um library of ruina and the other one is lobotomy corporation which is like their first first game had a lot of indie like it's like it's not hugely popular but it's popular enough to where it's like really successful um within this i guess like independent game Asian game kind of weird niche. It's very, very popular game that you probably haven't heard about. But they are a studio that they just make really solid, weird games. And Lobotomy Corporation is their first game, which is like an SCP-based game where you're 
containing um, mutants, variants of different SCP origins, and you're trying to contain their emotions, all these things, and you're harvesting their emotions to kind of like uh, give power to this city. And that's kind of like the basis of it, of like a big brain in the city. Um, Library of Ruina is kind of a more, it's a card-based battler game, deck building game. Um, they're all really heavy story-based based games. So those two, uh, Library of Ruina is a prequel. And then Limbus Company is a gotcha game that plays like Library of Ruina and Lobotomy Corporation together. And it's the canonical sequel to their first game. So what's really interesting about, about this is this company, Project Moon, is they all the games that they make are in different genres and they do that on a they do that from an intentional stand standpoint. And this they're putting like all their heavy production values into a gotcha gotcha game to one make more money so they can fund their next project, but two because that's just the genre they landed on. Uh, so it's a very well-made game. The story is so good. You're a manager of I think it's 12 people. They're called sinners. They're basically sinners as in like people at church who sin. Uh, they <laughs> um, what kind of sinning are we talking? Are we talking? <laughs> so what's really cool is you're the manager of these people and they have these things called egos, e.g.o's. They st stand for something, but it's all connected to the to the lore. But they basically like can inhabit and use powers from those SCP paranormal creatures that I was talking about prior. Um, you're kind of like a cleanup crew. You kind of go around and <clears throat> fight things, or just like clean up the streets and just like keep everything you know nice. And what is what is really interesting is the way these people operate as a business is they're constantly in a bus driving from place to place to place. So there's always some place for them to survey. Um, so so you just, in the, <laughs> basically, so they're, they're never stopping. They're just like kind of just going and you're the manager of these sinners. They're kind of like quirky. They can't really die. They like, so there's a lot of like slapstick humor with that. A lot of really uh, dark things that can happen with with that, which is really uh, fun. But yeah, it's like what's really funny to me is like sometimes there's like zombies in the streets at night because the city is messed up. There's like all these different districts and people who are like walking around and people who are really crazy messed up. But the bus that you're in, the lim the Limbus company will <laughs> run over people. And their yeah. limbs are being eaten by the bus, the, the Limbus Company. Oh. <laughs> so it's and it's just like it has this really good yeah. humor to it. That's, and that's, it's, that's extremely the kind of joke I I thrive on. So let's go. And if you <laughs> and if you like look up the aesthetic of it, it's just so yeah, it's just so well done. You can tell that the people cared. Um, but yeah, it's it's a story heavy, free gotcha game. Uh, um, and their other two games are really good too. Um, so yeah, there's just that's the primary 
chunk of my play nice. playing this week has been this game. Sick. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's dope. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and they're gonna keep adding chapters over the year or so to keep you know updating the story. Um, because they usually do early access for the game, so you buy the game, then you get chapters as they come out. That's kind of how they do it. So this is the same concept, but you know, free to play. Gotcha. Uh, and the rates you get to pull characters are really good. Not like you can beat the game so far with the weaker ones because you keep the same 12 characters, but you get different forms of the same 12 characters. So there's no like really dis discrepancy um, has amazing music. Their music is killer. Um, a small team in Korea killing it. Um, definitely check it out. If you want something to like, Peep it. Peep it. Peep it. Nope. Now, uh, so that's all we've been playing. But have we been we've been snacking on anything? Who's Hold got on. Something? I got something. I got nothing. I... All right. Go ahead. I mean, mine's not, mine's not crazy. You're not crazy? I, all right. I got to wait for Taylor to get back before I okay. reveal. I got to I got Go a Kroger ahead. Big K lemon lime. I don't think oh, nice. <laughs> but I don't remember having ever seen this variety before mm, uh -oh. um Ooh. spiky hot and spicy cheese it's <laughs> and it looked like hotay spicy like it was like not no, hot i know <laughs> hotay spicy it's 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 hot okay. and spicy but what they smell like is yes. no they smell like the green tabasco sauce do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a it's a jalapeno oh, Tabasco. Yeah. Um, I I mostly associated with Chipotle because that was the first time I'd ever had it. Was was at Chipotle, hmm. and um, yeah, I mean it's not like really leaning into the eye tracking, Dally. You're just, just making really that cry. <laughs> They're good. That's cool. Just spicy enough. Doesn't doesn't hurt you in the long run, and I uh, eat a whole box. I picked up the um, it was like the southwestern or whatever the style southwestern style dots. After you showed those uh, cinnamon dots, JJ, I went out and found some locally. My wife loved them, devoured the whole bag. So by herself. I bought her an even bigger bag for her birthday. So, um, but uh, they had like the southwestern style, which are like spicy. So I've been into like the these spicy treats. So good stuff. Excellent. Well, I made, I've some, got... I made some homemade Chex Mix today, and my air. Oh, fryer you're one of those. Was... You are white. You're I one am. of those. I'm people. white. Worcestershire sauce and all oh, the good boy. stuff. Oh boy, nice. Well, I'll tell you what I got. I gotta open it. Um, JJ talked about it maybe on the previous podcast or in a Discord, and then I saw it at Kroger. Somebody's dog is invading the house. The Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Yeah. Try it. Right? Is it is that is that normal or zero sugar? This is normal zero sugar. What are you crazy? Two hundred eighty calories per bottle, baby. All right, let's give this a shot. I was. It's. It doesn't taste like uh, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black Two that was so good. It's like sour grape. It's a great flavor. It's mild. It's like a a very light. Is it grape? Is it grape the flavor? Uh, theoretically. <laughs> Grapeish. It's like 
it's got enough of a flavor of grape yeah. to kill the yeah the high Mountain Dew tang. It it, it is um, it is Mountain Dew Pitch Black, the return of Mountain Dew Pitch Black Playland. <laughs> Mountain Dew Pitch Black, um, but it uh, it's okay. I did have gonna... I don't. I don't have it with me, but I will say I had the uh, new Coke flavor that they just dropped. You know, they do the those. Peach one? The, the, no, that's, that's Pepsi. Pepsi. Oh, no, I'm going to get they, one of those bottles. They have all of those crazy flavors. Or like this You better crazy. not yeah. misstep around these lies right here. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare. Yeah. Don't you dare miss. We were, my miss girlfriend up. and I were talking about it today. So. Is this uh-huh. a flavor Coke? Or the... it's, no, because they do that stuff where it's like, uh, you know, oh, this one is the pixel flavored Coke. You know, oh, the pixel one. This, this, one, Dream like World. this one is this new one's called Move. Move. And so okay. I got yes. one and it's vile. I <laughs> it, it tastes like banana boat, like the like tanning. That's lotion. the so My it's favorite. <laughs> It, that is the one that I saw. It's it's the artist. I think it's Rosalia. Yeah, is the it's artist. Rosalia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, okay. It's, Glad it's, I didn't get it. I think it's supposed to be like pina colada. I'm guessing it's definitely coconut, but it tastes like <laughs> it. But it tastes like like yeah, banana boat. Like like tanning tanning. Yeah. It was okay. absolutely. I took a sip of it. Went. Ugh! And then threw it away. You <laughs> Coca Cola Move, Coca Cola Dream World, Coca uh, Marsh Marshmallows Limited Coca Cola. That one was okay. That one was like a strawberry. Star- Star- Starlight. Starlight was okay. Starlight was okay. Starlight was okay. I like. Starlight. I like Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. yeah. Starlight was, bite. Was I don't know good. what bite was. I never tried bite. That was the one that Damn. tasted like pixels, and it was on. Oh, it's only. called it's called bite, but it's tasted, <laughs> yeah. tasted like pixels. Got it. <laughs> yeah, and it was it's you could only get it through the like zero like, sugar. I got it. Okay. The online. Yeah. <laughs> I believe me, I'm gonna get a, a Peeps Pepsi. It's uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna do okay. too. Okay, so Next. this actually this actually goes into mine. So today I went grocery shopping. I didn't go to Aldi, which is why I don't have my wine. I went to a different different store. Don't have um, your lush. Don't have your lush, lush. juice. Yeah. <laughs> but today I purchased. Oh God! Two. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Today I purchased two wonderful beverages by everyone's favorite YouTuber and oh boy. Uh, influencer. Oh, Prime. <laughs> Prime. Prime. I purchased uh, their hydration drink, which is called Ice Pop, and then I got their energy drink for tomorrow. Which Paul um, brother is it? Is it the boxer it's or the, the wrestler? It's which the wrestler. Paul brother is it? Sean Paul. It's yeah. the one that does the cool wrestling moves. Okay, so the the one that's actually kind of the trying Pope, to Pope turn John Paul, around, yeah. but then blowing it at every turn with his crypto scams. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but this is very good. I've already had a couple sips, but I had to keep it off camera so I wouldn't spoil my, my <laughs> surprise. Good, well, good but job. it's primarily coconut water, which oh. is interesting because it doesn't taste taste like it. But this one, the ice pop tastes like those, like those popsicles that look like this. Oh, know? the bomb pops. Yeah. yeah, it just tastes like that, but like melted down. It's kind of how mm. it, it's honestly pretty good. So if you ever see one, 
I would I would buy a uh, and my... beat up the seven year olds who are trying to grab it. <laughs> if you're in Europe, just <laughs> keep away because apparently it's like gold in Europe right now. Oh really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're like it's, fighting it's... in the fighting in the streets. It's like Black Friday <laughs> in America, but for uh, for juice, next, for juice, for <laughs> for for Logan Paul juice. <laughs> Logan and KS, KSI, he's KSI. the reason why it's so popular over there. But yeah, it's definitely definitely this flavor is good. I've heard the other ones are not good, uh, so I don't know. I got the energy drink tomorrow to have with my breakfast, so I'll oh, tell boy. you how that how that one that breakfast. one goes. I mean, hey, it's gonna that's, be that's my breakfast most of the time too. It's like. A cup Actually, of oatmeal or or like a quick muffin or something. I, cup of oatmeal. I will get a five hour on the way into the office sometimes, depending on how late I was up. Yeah. The the, the beautiful elixir yeah. that is the white can monster energy drink. Oh my gosh, the white can. Speaking of which, I have to get a hold of those ghost that ghost company and see if we can get some of that. Yeah, give me some of that fucking Cinnabon whey powder. I need it. <laughs> all right. That is it for tonight. That's it for the snack question. That's it for all the games we've reviewed. Just two uh, more podcasts until PAX. Two more sleeps until PAX. No. Um, okay. Well, yeah, we go after the podcast, we fall asleep and don't wake up till the next one. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch I of wish. stuff coming up over the next few weeks. We got a ton of re reviews. I know Zach still always like. I'm, I'm caught up. I'm I'm good right JJ. now. JJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I Taylor, I've got two. like 15, but. Um, and we got there's a I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of news. There's a, a bunch of showcases over the Sodium. next couple of weeks here, so that'll be fun. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun a fun uh, three weeks before we hit packs because yeah. we land in exactly three weeks. We will be at packs. Should we do a night before no. podcast? No, no. <laughs> No. I'm taking I'm taking a red eye out. I mean, I'm on the West Coast. There's no way in hell. No, our podcast <laughs> will be just recorded from like dinner. From, oh, from the yeah, then that's fine. Yeah. I thought you it meant like so no, you're going like, back bullshit. Like no, 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 no. We're we're gonna we are gonna do a so you're going to PAX podcast, but we'll do that the week before PAX. Yeah. I think that would be mm. that would be fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we can record okay. our private conversation at dinner that we're having for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, we won't tell. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell whoever else. Like if Sam's gonna be there, we won't tell him that we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll post. We'll just get him to say a bunch of stuff that will get him canceled. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, uh, we're gonna Play Scott Adam them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Playland says he wants a video like last year from the hotel. We'll, we'll probably do. We'll probably almost, do the the mid packs recording. Will probably be on Friday night. Yeah, like I, before I take off because he's Friday. gone Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When are you I'm leaving? Like, on, you're leaving on Friday. Yeah, leaving Friday because it's so because it's your wife's birthday, right, or something. Yeah, like, the old ball her birthday and chain. Saturday, so yeah. I gotta leave. Yeah. Like, you know what's only happening once, Dally? Pax East 2023. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll record on, we'll do a live sh uh, viewing on third uh, viewing. It's not a live viewing, viewing like one of us died. <laughs> we'll be streamed live at uh, uh, through the Twitch channel because yeah. of Pax East. Um, maybe that night when we get back from, uh, I think from after we Pax GPT, yeah, we'll do I a, think, uh, I think we'll do we need podcast. to just do a group recording after we yeah. give out the, uh, awards okay yeah we can do that we can just yeah. get together in the um uh do a live video or something at yeah. the in the conference room over there which we've done that in the past 
you, you, you go next door to the one yeah. that they haven't opened yet where yeah. nobody's there and we're just, we, <laughs> all we gotta do is let them know that hey we're gonna be using that for recording yeah. and they're they're always like cool are tickets still available not yes for saturday not for saturday and the four days are super low they say and the friday, and friday is, is about to be sold out, sold out. Yeah. Sold. so last year they like you said i think they sold out packs that saturday that day yeah, like I think either the night, like the night before, it was like it's almost sold out, and I think Saturday it was. Four days is all days. Yeah, so four yes. days. Four days. Yep. Yeah. We're going to be there as a complete crew yep. Thursday and as Friday. complete and mo and most of Friday. Uh, me, Taylor, and Zach will be there all day Friday. Uh, half a Saturday. And half a Saturday. I'm going to be there longer on Saturday than the rest of them, but I'm just. It I mean, makes don't more forget sense. Sam. There's five yeah. of us. Yeah. Wednesday. There's five of us. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, and part of Friday. We'll just part leave of. it at that. Yeah. And then Sam is going to be the rest of Friday, and I think he's just going to be enjoying Saturday. And there's Saturday. only so much that a cat, yeah, holy and bad cat can do, though. Yeah. Have you ever tried walking a cat through busy, uh, like, uh, city streets? Downtown, <laughs> downtown Boston. Downtown Boston. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Saturday we're, might we're gonna be, be there for three three days basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wednesday, so. you get in Wednesday. That's my like <clears throat> half. Like I'm gonna like, settle in, get my pass, yep. and do my tourism. Yeah. Saturday, I think means, all of us will. Yeah. Sa Saturday, I'll probably just partner up with Zach and just explore Boston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, the plan right now is uh, we'll be we're gonna grab ourselves grub on Wednesday and then hang out probably at the Westin or someplace. I don't know if there's any what real parties there. Are. Um, but the yeah, show actually who, starts how could you on... possibly find out where the parties are? www.sidequesting.com. Find us there for all your parties and video game needs. You can find us at Sidequesting TV over on YouTube and Twitch, and you can find us individually at the underscore double J. At Dolly Demofsky, at OK Quest, at Taylor Bliss. Find us in the Discord, which is where you want to be the entire time. We'll see you all in the next episode of The Side Quest. Goodbye. Two more sleeps.